Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, November 27, 2020. I am Dave Fiddle. I am joined by Patrick Murphy. All right, the biggest story that everybody wants to know about is the game on tomorrow. Yes, as of now, the game is on tomorrow. Ohio State at Illinois, high noon Eastern in Champaign, Illinois, so 11 a.m. local. And we had heard on Wednesday that a few Ohio State players uh, had contracted the coronavirus. And But good news, they practiced yesterday on Thanksgiving. They're you know, expected to leave for Champaign later today. So that is excellent news. We will keep you posted. Patrick Murphy, what are you hearing? What is the latest you are being told? I think you summed it up pretty well right there. Um, you know, there was obviously a concern on Wednesday after guys tested positive. What they wanted to do was see, you know, after isolating those guys, quarantining, whatever you want to call it, following their protocol, um, you know, see if this you know, expanded beyond those guys and, and if it was going to cost them a game. Um, you know, Ohio State obviously has done everything within the team's power, players, coaches. I mean, we, we've talked about it plenty about the sacrifices that these guys have made to not let this thing become an issue. Um, the fact that it hasn't become an issue before then for this team, I think is, is fairly impressive given what we see around the country. But, uh, you know, some guys – some guys got it. And now it's about making sure that they didn't spread. And so I think Ohio state's being pretty cautious about this whole thing. Um, you know, trying to, you know, making sure obviously testing every day, but, uh, you know, being careful about what they're doing. But as you said, practice yesterday, obviously Ohio state tweeted out pictures from that practice. So that's a really good sign. You know, that to me, at least without any official word means that, that there were, no, or if any, very few uh, positive test results. And, uh, you know, things are still moving forward, as you said, to play Saturday. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what we hear today. Um, I believe they test around 8, 8.30 in the morning. So um, if, if anything new comes out, we'll obviously do our best to get it to people. But uh, it sounds like the Buckeyes have handled this well enough um, where, you know, yes, guys are going to miss – games but uh the team will still be able to play which is which is really all you can ask at this point yeah that was phenomenal news yesterday when they tweeted out that that picture of practice because we were expecting we were hearing good things but people kept asking were they practicing for sure and i'm thinking i'm hearing they're supposed to practice but as soon as they set that picture out that was awesome pictures had justin fields in the first one Somebody joked they should have like screwed around and put like CJ Stroud out there and, and everybody would have freaked out. Like, where's Justin at? The first picture was Justin Fields out there. Just he's good. Um, they had Josh Myers out there and a few other guys that they had, they had four different pictures. So that was huge news yesterday. So yeah, we'll see what happens. And we, we don't know. I mean, Ohio State's not going to come out and say exactly what happened. But from what I heard, you know, there was a handful of players that tested positive 
they found out Wednesday, but those could have been false positives. As we know, what happened, what happened with Justin Hilliard uh, prior to the Penn State game, it was a false positive. He wasn't even able to play, but they've changed that rule. So who knows? We will keep you guys updated both on BuckNuts.com, hopefully in here on the show, but hopefully we're not doing an emergency podcast live today, Patrick. Now, I do find this interesting. Ohio State usually releases its status report every Friday at around 10 a.m. They're releasing it tomorrow instead at 10 a.m. So two hours before the game starts instead of 26 hours before the game starts. Obviously, it makes sense. They're just trying to make sure everything, you know, they're, they're going to get like another round of testing, I'm sure. that they'll, they'll get the results of probably Saturday morning. They're going to get, as you mentioned, they'll have results today from a round of testing. They'll probably have another one either tonight or early tomorrow. What do you make of Ohio State not releasing its status report till tomorrow? I think it's another step in the caution that I talked about earlier. I think ultimately, you know, it, it would be silly of them to, you know, obviously we'd like to see the stats report today just to know, in, you know, the normal rhythm of things. But if they're concerned about potentially releasing it today and then having more guys pop off as positive tomorrow, and that doesn't mean that they think guys will just that there's the concern of it, um, then, you know, it, it makes sense to wait, I think. And, and some teams do this, you know, you've seen, I, I think there's even other big 10 teams who announce um, day of game guys that are available or, or, or not. So this isn't unprecedented from a, a larger scale. It's just the way Ohio state's done things under Ryan day, the last two years, it's been the Friday before the game. Um, so, you know, I think while it is a, a detour um, in our plans and, and, you know, the stuff we publish, I think it makes sense to wait you know, get the most accurate information out because if they announce it today, more guys test positive tomorrow, God forbid, um, then, you know, you're, you're having to release more stuff and explain. And, and obviously Ohio state is trying to protect players in this so that, you know, it's not immediately obvious, even though it will be fairly obvious who tests positive. Um, and, you know, that way you're releasing everything at once and not having to come back with a second status report or a second update about guys that are out. So, I'm not surprised that this is the case and uh, you know, we'll, we'll roll with it. And, and obviously as soon as we know, we will provide the status report to, to all of our readers. Buckeyes and fighting Illini. Illinois is on a two game winning streak. Let's talk some actual football here and break this game down. Buckeyes at last check, Patrick favored by 28. Briefly the, the game was taken off the books at some uh, sports books, uh, but it, it's back on everywhere I've checked. Uh, Buckeyes favored by 28. How do you think this game is going to go and what's your prediction for a final score? This team is, this team is funny. And I keep telling people this, like they're four and oh, when they've needed to be dominant, they've been dominant. And that's been mostly in the first half of games, but you know, it's, it's like this team can just flip a switch. Now, obviously there's and I mean, that is, as you know, flip the switch off at times. Uh, it's, there are definitely issues and I think things are going to look better these next two weeks because I don't have a lot of faith in, in Illinois or Michigan state. Um, so, you know, I think these need to be get right weeks before you play a Michigan team. That'll be super motivated regardless of, of what their record is. And obviously beyond that, um, I think that will happen in this game, you know, whether people believe that, that that's turning the corner or, or kind of fool's gold, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it looks, but you know, Illinois, I don't think should scare Ohio state fans. They do have some guys, you know, Brandon Peters, obviously a Michigan quarterback. They use a few quarterbacks, um, which will be interesting, but I think Ohio state is, is just the more talented team. Um, you mentioned Illinois on, on a two game win streak, you know, Rutgers and Nebraska, 
not teams that scare you, you know, it's not like they upset Wisconsin like they did last year or something heading into this game. So um, I think Ohio state wins this game comfortably. I think the big things to focus on for me are playing a 60 minute game and that the secondary looks like it's improving. Um, you know, I'm interested to see maybe if you see some more guys uh, in the secondary, we've, we've heard about some young guys that may be ready to go. Legend Cavazos is healthy and just got his black stripe off. Ryan Watts name has come up a few times um, in recent talking with coaches. So you know, I'll be interested to see if there's, there's any personnel changes there um, or if they do anything different scheme wise or whatnot. But from what we heard from, from Kerry Combs and, and Ryan day this week, it's about execution back there. They, you know, they're confident in the defense. So, you know, these guys should be able to execute, I think against Illinois. And, and again, I think it'll be a comfortable win for Ohio state and, and kind of get everything feeling good again, even though you had a top 10 win last week, which normally makes you feel pretty good, but that one just didn't sit right. I think with most Buckeye fans. I predicted 55-17 Buckeyes on Wednesday's show. I had to go back and look. I thought I said 56-20, to 20, but I said 55-17, so I'm going to stick with that. 55-17 um, is my prediction, Buckeyes. What's your prediction for a final score? Uh, I haven't actually done my final score yet because I was waiting for uh, waiting to write all that up until uh, it sounded for sure like there was going to be a football game because I've already done that once. Uh, I think I'll probably be right around your score, something similar like that, but I'm going to tease it and, and have people come back and read our round table later today. Once I, once I have a final score there. So give me a few, a little bit more time to think and write this all out and come back and read our round table, read it anyway. Cause it's, it's good stuff. It's fantastic. Obviously it's, it's top shelf material. Just don't pick 55, 17. You can pick any other score. Not, okay. Um, yeah. To close the show and you touched on this a little bit. I think one of the intriguing things about tomorrow is, are we going to see, a shakeup in the defensive backfield. And I think we will. I think there's going to be a shakeup in the secondary. They alluded to that, just reading between the lines of what Coach Day said this week and what Coach Combs said. I don't think there's going to be wholesale changes, just to be clear, listeners, but I think there is, there's going to be tweaks. There's going to be more guys playing. There might be a new starter. I don't think there's going to be four new starters or three or two new starters. There might be a new starter, and I think more guys are going to be given a chance to play some of those young guys. Just to, You already touched on this, Patrick, but elaborate on that a little bit. For sure, and I agree with you. A hundred percent there. I think, you know, first of all, I think seven banks, Sean Wade, those two, I believe are, are guys that maybe aren't executing as well as they should be, but are talented and deserve to be starters. You know, if you'd had the normal non-conference and off season, I think those guys would be well ahead of where they are, you know, five, six weeks, whatever we are into the season. So those are the two guys that I feel like they just need to come along and start playing to the, to the level they can Losing Cam Brown obviously hurt because I think he would be a good rotation player there or, or maybe even a starter. Um, but yes, I think that maybe you see more Josh Proctor playing uh, instead of Marcus Williamson, or maybe he plays some, some more actual safe, you know, the, the single high safety. I don't think that, that really fits his skill set, but you know, I think that Marcus Hooker did not show well for himself last week and, and maybe there's a tweak there. Um, you know, I'm not sure if they play the young freshman back at safety at this point, but legend Cavazos got his black stripe off for a reason. And I know that they're high on him. Um, I know that they're high on Ryan Watts, obviously the injury slowed legend Cavazos, but they were excited about him coming into the season. So that's a guy I think you could see a bit more of this weekend. Um, now that he's healthy, got the black stripe off, but it, like you said, I don't think it's going to be a whole new secondary or they're going to all of a sudden come out, you know, playing a, a cover three all the time, you know, or something like that. I think it'll be you know, tweaks to, to scheme, maybe, maybe a little personnel shakeup, 
uh, just to get some new faces in there. Um, and, I, and against Illinois, you should get up big and let some of those backups come in and let us see what they can do, which I think will, will also help because that gives you an idea in a game situation of what uh, this could look like. Great stuff from Patrick Murphy. Thank you, Patrick. And thank you to all listeners out there for tuning in the show. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving yesterday with the football and the turkey and naps and everything that's included with Thanksgiving. I hope all Bucknutters had a great Thanksgiving. Thanks again to Patrick, and thanks, everyone, for tuning into the show. Enjoy the game tomorrow, Bucknutters. <laughs> <laughs>